When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Disrespect. Disrespect from Pro Football Talk. We have Pro Football Talk's 2020 NFL team rankings, the preseason rankings. Where do the Vikings fall? We will get to that in a second. But a quick shout-out to Federated Mutual Insurance Company, helping business owners here in the state of Minnesota going back over 100 years. They are based in Owatonna, so they're one of us. And if you're a business owner in 2020, well, congratulations for still having a business. That's step one. This has been a ridiculous year. But if you want frontline protection, if you want some sort of peace of mind in a, a turbulent year, Federated is here standing behind business owners of many different types. Find a ton more information at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. You like that? You like that? All right, welcome in to Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff producing here today. And today's episode is all about rankings. We love rankings on this show. Hell yeah. Love rankings. PFT has ranked the Vikings 13th in their preseason 1 through 32 list of teams Where's the Rick Laugh? Like, it seems to me that that would be followed by the Rick Laugh. (laughs) There we go. And and my first thought was, that seems a little low, doesn't it? I mean, the Vikings have been a playoff team or borderline the last, like, they've been very competitive. Um, let's go through this real quick and and see if we think this is fair, unfair. What are our thoughts here? All right. All right. Number one, not a shock, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are the Vegas favorite to win the Super Bowl again. They've got the best quarterback in the world. They've got one of the best coaches in the world. They've got all the ingredients to to make a run at back-to-back championships. No, no disagreements there. Mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers, number two. Kyle Shanahan, maybe, maybe get to that next level to actually win a Super Bowl. Ravens number three, Patriots four on this list now that they've signed Cam Newton. That's the first one that slows me down a bit. The Patriots. Now, now I get it. Belichick's still there. Uh, Cam has signed, and Cam could be good. We don't know yet. But I think the first three that you read, Phil Mackey, are very fair. Like, I'm not going to debate them. That's fine. The Patriots one is where I start to get into... Really? The Patriots rank number four is a theory. It's just yes. a, it's a theory on well, it's respect. If Bill Belichick and Cam Newton can mesh, and if Cam Newton can stay healthy and he's motivated, but it's and everything, respect, right? Like, yep. like like it's saying until until we 
we have a season full of Brady made Bill or Bill made Tom. Yeah. Like if everyone's sort of bailing and being like, well, they're both still really good. There's just a lot. Like I, I think putting the Patriots four is definitely giving them 20 years benefit of the doubt. Sure. Bill Belichick. It feels like if it were me putting together this, this list, I would put them lower and make them earn it. But maybe they have earned it over the last 20 years. The, the, the Saints are fifth on the list. Buccaneers sixth because, I don't know, they just landed Tom Bleeping but that's Brady the one again, and Rob though. Gronkowski. But, like, is Tom still great? Is Tom still that, is Tom still that great? I, I feel like we are in for a year of people chickening out and being like, Patriots and uh, the Bucks. I mean, they both got one, one of the good guys, right, of the successful guys. I would have – I think that you need more guts here. What do you I, mean? I don't – Like to – in in the prediction business here, in the rankings, I think that, that you need more intestinal fortitude to drop the Patriots or Bucks or potentially both, but certainly one of them out of the top ten. I feel much more confident in what the Buccaneers have on paper than what the Patriots have on paper. I agree paper. with you. I think that's right. And and so I would put the Buccaneers But if higher. Declan's right and Brady is completely cooked, then this is all going to fall apart. Nope. Seahawks seven, Titans eight, Bills nine. Now that they have Stefan Diggs paired up with Josh, and they were very, they were very uh, formidable last year. They just added a big offensive weapon. Defense so. is good, yeah. Yep. Got Eagles it. ten, Steelers eleven, Cowboys twelve, and then we get to the Vikings thirteen, just ahead of the Packers at fourteen. Broncos, Colts, Texans, just for fun, the bottom four or five of Washington's thirty two, Jaguars thirty one, Panthers thirty with Teddy. Giants 29, Bengals 28. So um, are there any teams ahead of the Vikings in these rankings? So Cowboys, Steelers, Eagles, Bills, Titans, Seahawks, Bucks, Saints, Patriots, etc. Are there any teams ahead of the Vikings that you immediately think to yourself, oh my gosh, the Vikings for sure have to be above blank team? Um, yes, I, I would say probably Pittsburgh right now. Because okay. I don't know. I don't. Is, is Big Ben still good? I have no clue. He, he's been hurt quite a bit yeah um the Steelers are weird because they're always sort of teetering on that edge of are they going to be bad finally (laughs) so I would say that if I was to redo this I think the Vikings are about fair too like I don't I am not up in arms how can they not be top five all right but I think if I was to go through the teams that are ahead of the Vikings in these PFT rankings I question the Patriots big time. I think 4 is way too high. I'd put them about 15 and then and then have them prove to me that they're not. Yeah. Uh the Saints is fair, the Bucks is fair, the Seahawks are fair. Um the Titans I'm curious about. I could see the Titans regressing. Yeah, that's a, they have a lot Tannehill is he that good really or was that a really good year for Tannehill? The Titans have a lot of chips on the tables of a running back like a traditional running back and Ryan Tannehill to be eighth on this list. Yeah. The Bills quarterback scares me but I think the Bills are good. So I I think the Bills at 9 is probably fair and the QB thing could go down the tubes completely but I think the Bills at 9 or 10 is fair. Philly, I think, is probably fair. I think the Cowboys, I, if I was going to put a team in this top 10 that's not, I think Dallas. Because if Dallas does th- this right now with Dak and Zeke and that team, I think the Cowboys could easily be like 7 or 8 yeah, the Cowboys, on this list. Amazing. The Cowboys, we went over this in our Tale of the Tape episode a couple weeks ago. The Cowboys last year, despite being 8-8, eight and eight, they mathematically this is almost impossible. The average score of a Cowboys game was Cowboys 27, opponent 20 last year. And they finished 8-8. Eight and eight. Thank you, Jason Garrett. It's like, how is that possible? <laughs> Thank you, Jason Garrett. So I'm, I'm going to take the Patriots and the Titans and say that I have big questions 
right now if they are truly a better teams than the Vikings. Dex, what about you? So Vikings are 13th. How many yeah. teams ahead of the Vikings are you like, come on, the Vikings are ahead of that team? I, I think the Titans and Bills are just both bound for regression. I, the Bills are a better team than the Titans for sure. But that quarterback, man, I, I, I think Josh Allen's really going to cost them multiple games this season. I mean, maybe he takes a step up with a guy like Diggs in the full, but I, I just need to see it. So I think Titans are going to regress a little bit. Ryan Tannehill played out of his mind for like, what, eight, nine games last year. I don't think that's going to happen. And as you said, too, with Derrick Henry being a traditional bell cow running back, that, that's a lot of chips on the table on two guys who aren't really formidable in 2020, in my opinion. The Eagles, I, I would probably put right next to the Vikings. I think a, three spots ahead is a little bit too bullish on Philadelphia, but I trust them that they could go 10-6 and six, more than I trust the Titans or Bills to go 10-6 and six and possibly be a threat in the playoffs. But... Just looking at where the Vikings are next to Cowboys, Packers, Steelers, I think that's probably pretty accurate. The teams that even on this list that I'm surprised are so low are probably the Texans and the Cardinals are two teams that I think have more potential to them um, being way too low at yeah. 17 and 20. It kind of become the Cardinals boys. Yeah, Cardinals and Texans kind of in a similar spot where you've got these star young quarterbacks and you're just kind of waiting for like, what are the weapons? Yeah. Do you trust the coach? You know, Bill O'Brien's been around for seven years and it's still like, I don't know. Can he coach? He's, <laughs> he clearly can't keep relationships with the top wide receiver weapon and the, and the terrible trade they pulled off. True. Uh, one, one note before I answer the question on the Eagles, the Eagles get a ton of flack because they've just kind of been meh since they went and won the Super Bowl. But Carson Wentz, that team went 9-7 and seven and made the playoffs. And, and Carson Wentz had pretty big season by most measurements. And their receivers were absolute garbage. So Zach Ertz nobody is left. awesome. Zero. I mean, it is literally like when you, when you rank the Eagles reception leaders last year, you yep. have to get fourth on the list before you find the first wide receiver. So two tight ends and a running back, Miles Sanders caught more passes than any wide receiver on that roster. Alshon Jeffrey caught 43. Nelson Aguilar caught 39. Greg Ward caught 28. And someone named is Boston Scott a running back? I even I have no <laughs> idea. Caught 24 passes. Like yeah, no one's ever heard of any of these guys. Yes, right. And they still went nine and seven. And Carson Wentz threw for four thousand yards. Two so that's games, an interesting team. The, okay. the two games that I saw the Vikings play last year, where I will tell you right now, I was offended by the opponent. Like they took a decent team and completely put on a as crappy of game plan as possible. Cowboys in Dallas, right? Garrett had a terrible game, awful game. But the the game here, Philadelphia and the Vikings. And Jim Schwartz game plan, I swear to God, I have no idea. Their ideas of what they were going to do after watching film of the Vikings were as <laughs> inept and and stupid and off the charts. I mean, their secondary was banged up and they basically gave it no help. It was incredibly dumb. Yeah. If Philadelphia had come here, I'm telling you, with a coherent game plan, like a halfway de- decent, this is how we can win this football game and take it seriously. I think they win that game. Those two teams put on game plans that I think gave their players almost no chance to I, win. I think injuries Carson Wentz is good. I think I, I agree, and I but I think injuries were probably the thing that that derailed um, the Eagles more than anything last year. So I like the like the Eagles on paper. You'd say, wait a second, the Eagles are tenth, the Vikings are thirteenth. Like really? But the, the Eagles with a healthy roster and better receivers and and just like. A little bit better luck in 2020. The four teams I wrote down that I think the Vikings could, you can make a case they should leapfrog. Patriots, 
I get that the Patriots have championships and pedigree in Bill Belichick, but I need to see it. Like, I need to see the Cam Newton thing. I need to see it. Titans, I think people are way too high on the Titans. Let's let's make Ryan yes. Tannehill prove it two years in a row, and if that happens, we can all eat our words and shut up. Buffalo Bills, same thing. I know that Stefan Diggs is amazing. We know more than anyone in, in you know, like Vikings fans, people who've watched him, like the Bills got one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. But Josh Allen has Josh Allen was more nervous and incompetent in that playoff game last year than any quarterback I can remember. Like outside of his panicked ten yard runs for first downs every once in a while. That dude was a disaster. Yeah. And then I put the um I put the Steelers on this list too, just because of the unknown factor. Just kind of feels like it might be the end of an era there, and they've lost a lot of weapons, and Ben Roethlisberger has been banged up and hasn't played. What do you guys think of the Packers being 14th here coming Interesting. off a big season? 13 wins, right? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of here, think, I, here's I the weird thing. I think it's fair. Yeah, I think yeah. it's very fair because I'm telling you right now, if you go through the, the history of 13-win teams in this league— I honestly think that the 2019 Packers are one of the most underwhelming. They were 13. Like, if you were to play, if I was to sit down and watch their games, no scoreboard, right? Yeah. Just, like, watch them play games. I don't think I ever would have come, come away saying that was a magical. Because I think of 13 wins or 14 as magical, right? Like, something special happened. And you caught lightning in, in a bottle or you were just a damn good team. I never, ever thought that about the 2019 Packers never once I think I think that this place 14th is probably incredibly fair it kind of reminds me of that season remember when when they were mediocre toward the end of Brett Favre's run and they just magically popped up and went 13 and 3 in like 2007 the Giants yeah, yeah. it was yeah, where they got beat with it was negative 100 degrees Tom and, Coughlin still yeah his cheeks are still out. frostbitten God. a decade and a half Unthawing. later thawing where it's like you know you're it's it's their thirteen and three, but uh, but it didn't feel like it, right? Yeah, that's that's the Packers in a nutshell. So um, and then the other some some other teams in here like the Falcons nineteenth, Browns are eighteenth. People put the Browns like oh they're going to be a top they're finally going to do it. How, how often have we done that? The, like Browns, let's just stop the Browns. They have to prove it before they receive any accolades from this you point. You fired forward. another coach, and Stefanski might be good, but we have yeah. no clue. How about the Rams being twenty third? If this if it plays That's out this way low. and the Rams are like a six and ten team, That's probably too is low. Sean McVay's job in jeopardy. I was I you know, I'll take him if it is. Yep. Give him I'll, I'll take him. I'll take him. I'll be great. But the Rams are twenty three to me, I think is too low. Don't you guys? That's a really hard division though. It is. Like, who who would you for sure put like you said the Cardinals are gonna finish last, but I don't know. I think the Cardinals feel like they might make a run toward five hundred. Is but the it Rams, possible the Rams ago, could go six good. and ten with a tough schedule, tough division? Oh man, I, I don't know about that. Football is weird because the you're on top, and then two years later, your roster is old, a coordinator's gone or something, and everything's different. That's kind of what's happened to the Rams. As they write here on Pro Football Talk, Todd Gurley, gone. Brandon Cook's gone. Wade Phillips, gone. Yep. Like, a lot of the things that went into the Super Bowl stew. My pop-up team, surprise team, Carolina. Yeah, that's correct. I, I think 30, Car- I think low. Carolina might be good. They've got Carolina 30th on this list. Oh. I know they do, but I think that they might be good. I loved the fact that I believe they used the entire draft, I think, on defense. And they're about to find out what <laughs> yes. what Teddy Bridgewater can do. Well, and let's just say Teddy brings the, you know, he brings the right Teddy juice to the locker room. Guys love Teddy. It's it's going to be a very different. I would not different, be surprised if they pop up. 
Like uh, they're getting essentially a polar opposite quarterback. When you go from Camden to Teddy Bridgewater, yes. you're getting yes. you're getting pass first instead of run. I wouldn't say Cam Newton is run first, but you're definitely getting like pass centric. Just think about demeanors. You're getting different personalities, different leadership styles. There, I, I do think people are too hard on Cam Newton as like a bad leader. I don't, I, I don't think he's a a bad leader. No, but like Teddy's a great say. leader. But he's kind of a volatile personality yeah. that can ride the roller coaster. And Teddy, Teddy is is consistency, right? Yes. Like as a person, he's probably as consistent as it, it gets, and I think that that's good, especially because this is probably going to be a young team that's going to have some struggles. But I would not be surprised if they don't get off to a great start and then turn things around very quickly. Yeah. Real quick, because I forgot to read this. The write-up for the Vikings being 13th, according to Pro Football Talk. It's a strange crossroads for a team that is sort of rebuilding and sort of reloading and sort of in the last couple of chances before a full <laughs> that's, reset. That's Florio. To deliver a he Super Bowl. He hates the Vikings because he loves them. But this is, like, <laughs> I, like, this is so accurate. They're sort yeah. of like... There's three streets that are crossing. There's they're definitely rebuilding to some extent with 15 rookies, and they got rid of some of their aging defensive players. Yep. But they're also kind of reloading because they still have Kirk Cousins in his prime and Harrison Smith and Daniel Hunter. And they've got yeah they've yep. got some parts definitely. But then they're also like their head coach has been around now, Mike Zimmer, for six seven years, and he's getting older. So they're when when he writes they're in the last couple of chances before a full reset to deliver a Super Bowl which the franchise has been waiting for for a half century and counting. Right. Um, that's also how it feels. It doesn't feel like, oh, this is just going to, this is your coach for 10 years. It feels like everything is kind of coming to a head in 2020, but they might not be ready to win a Super Bowl either. The roster so. construction for the most part, not totally, but don't you think that for the most part, the Vikings ro- roster construction for 2020 is correct? Yes. Like I like I like bringing in young players. I, I mean, I will always go, go back to, my dumbest take of, of all time was 2009 into 10 saying, everybody's back. This is going to be great. It don't work that way in football. If you run in most sports, run things back. It's great. Yep. But in football, it's the one sport where if you're like the left ends back and the right ends back and everybody's back, 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 back. Guess what happens? Age takes takes control and it yep. becomes a problem. So I actually think for the most part, the roster construction of what the Vikings are doing totally is probably the right way to to reload quickly and then possibly a year or two from now try and take off again. Yeah, it is. I, I don't I, object to this. I'm with you on that one. I just think, um, like, in general, making the average age of your roster younger is a plus. Yes. Just, just a little more speed, little just a little bit more ability to bounce back from injury. And you want to cut things off before guys go off that cliff. Yep. I mean Rhodes is Rhodes is the perfect example we of saw, what you it, don't want. We saw him go off the cliff for sure. No, but yeah. we don't need that. <laughs> but 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 the point is the Belichick thing that he's been so good at is taking guys who he probably dearly loves and pushing them out the door a year before most fans would. And I think he really enjoys doing that actually. Well, I that's, think great. that's one of his favorite things. <laughs> but think about it. If yes. you had looked at Rhodes in 2018, right? Like, think about this. If you had looked at Xavier Rhodes' play in 18, which, by the way, was going down. It was not off the cliff, but it was going down. And you had said, it's time. Well, could, Instead you have gotten, of, could you have gotten a first-round pick for him? No, I don't think so, but I don't care. But the point is, you get it. 2019 was awful to watch. Like, that was painful. Yeah. A year too early is is your best friend in the NFL. But it's, it's hard because you know that there's fan sentiment. And there's even, sure. like, sentiment with... If Mike Zimmer had an attachment to Xavier Rhodes, even if Rick Spielman had said, hey, listen, I know that you love him and you essentially like helped craft this 
amazing cover corner that might be in the Vikings Hall of Fame someday, but he's going to fall off a cliff in the next couple of years. Right. And I'd rather get a second round pick now than have to cut him for nothing later. Yeah. Those are hard decisions to make. So the, but the Vikings made some of them like Linval Joseph. Sorry, dude. Yes. Peace out. Um, yes, yes, they did. And, you know, and there'll be more decisions to make too. So, all right. Well, the Vikings are 13th, according to pro football talk. If you think that's disrespectful, if you think they should be higher, or if you think that's too high, Drop us a line in the comment section on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash score north, where you can find daily Vikings videos. And also it helps spread the word about this show, Purple Daily, to fellow Vikings fans and helps us grow the show as we go into, fingers crossed, training camp and hopefully a 2020 season. If you give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple or anywhere else, you can give love to the show via podcast. We'll see you next time on Purple Daily. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.